Hello, good evening everybody, thank you for joining me. Um, as you know, my name is Rachel Blackmore and I'm a dating and relationship coach and I help you with any issues that you might be having in finding a loving, committed relationship with the person who is right for you. My current programme is called Finding Mr Darcy because I believe that Mr Darcy is the, the perfect man. So, you know, everybody wants to find their perfect one. Um, so whether or not you agree with me is another thing entirely. You can choose Mr Darcy from Bridget Jones or Mr Darcy from Pride and Prejudice. Hello, John. Thanks for joining me. Um, so in the video today, I want to be talking about limiting beliefs and how they might be holding you back. And I want to tell you about a client story um, about somebody that I worked with who had um, issues in finding somebody that was right for her. And when we uncovered what one of her limiting beliefs were, um, well, I'll let you know at the end what happened. I really enjoyed working with her actually, and she has given me permission to share this story, but I have changed certain details to protect her identity. Um, so before I tell you what happened with her, I want to run through some limiting beliefs. Um, and I would love it if you would feel, uh, if you would, you know, feel free to comment underneath. If there's anything that resonates with you, or if you have any questions about anything, then please do comment. And um, if I can answer it while I'm, watch, uh, while I'm talking to you, then I will do, otherwise I'll answer it in the comments underneath. So um, limiting beliefs are the things that constrain us in some way. So just by believing them, we either, um, well, basically they constrain us from doing certain things or saying certain things, and we aren't usually aware of what they are. Uh, quite often they're about our self-identity, but they're also about um, other people and the world, um, but I'm not going to be going through all of them today because this isn't going to be a long enough video for that. So I'm just wondering, have you ever thought to yourself things like, I never attract the right person, I don't attract good partners, or I'm absolutely hopeless at dating, I, you know, first dates always go really badly for me. Um, because as you can imagine, by thinking these things, they then become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you believe that you're, you're useless on dates, then you're going to go on your dates and you're going to be very nervous or believe that you're going to do badly. And sometimes that then leads you to do actually quite badly. Um, so maybe you also find yourself thinking things like, um, I can't find the right person to settle down with, or I couldn't possibly let anybody see me naked, or I can't go speed dating because I'll make a fool of myself, or... I don't want to do online dating because nobody will like me or they won't contact me. You know, and all of those things then are holding you back from putting yourself out there and actually taking a chance. And you don't actually have any proof of that, of those things that you're believing. You don't have any proof that uh, you'll always meet the wrong person or that you'll always do badly on dates. You're just taking a small uh, sample of experience uh, and and then applying it to to kind of everybody. So it's as if you, um, oh, what's the word that I want? Um, or I'll come back to it when I talk about them later. Anyway, uh, other common things are um, that 
that you think that you don't want anybody to see the real you because they wouldn't like the real you. So you have to put on some sort of front or wear a mask, not a literal mask, <laughs> a metaphorical mask. Um, or you might think that you have to change the way you look in order to find somebody. So, you know, once you've lost a stone, you know, if I lose weight, then I will be more attractive and I'll meet somebody. Or if I change my hair or... Um, if I get a new style, then maybe somebody will fancy me. You're not comfortable enough in yourself. You think something about you, your exterior needs to change. Hello, Chris. Thanks for joining me again. Um, and these are often linked to your values. So it's often linked to the things that you pass judgment on about yourself and about other people. So I don't know if any of the things I've just talked about, perhaps you've thought those about other people and you can recognise them that way. Uh, and like I say, there's so many of these. I'm not going to go through them all today. That's just a, a small sample, but I think you probably get the idea of, of what they are. So you might be wondering where they come from. Um, they mostly arise, like I said before, from our experience, uh, from fear, from faulty logic, um, from education. So the things you've been told by other people, your parents, teachers, friends, whatever. Um, and because you you make excuses for yourself because you don't want to put yourself out there. Um, I'm just going to look at experience with you today. So I'll give you an example of a limiting belief that can form as a result of experience. And I'm going to go back to uh, thinking about dating, you know, on first dates and so on. So basically we act, uh, something happens, and then we draw conclusions from that. And some, and often those beliefs are really helpful, you know. So, for example, if you are, if you you get bitten by a dog when you're younger, and you 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 used to always run up to dogs. And I mean, knowing that dogs bite is very useful because it means that you are more wary of dogs in the future. But it doesn't necessarily mean that all dogs are going to bite you and that all dogs are dangerous. And when we apply it across the board like that, that's when it becomes limiting. So let's say you went on a date and it was a disaster. Uh, and then you went on another date, and that was a disaster too. Um, and then you start to believe that dating is disastrous, you're disastrous at dating, you're no good at it, because your experience has taught you that. But actually, if that then leads to you not dating anymore, that's limiting you right down, and it's not even true. All that's true is that you went on those two dates, and they didn't go very well. But the next time you go on a date, it might go wonderfully because it would be with a different person and there would be a different dynamic, a different energy between you. So you can't apply the logic that these dates went badly, therefore all dates in the future are going to go badly because it doesn't it doesn't work like that. But we believe that it does. Um, so I'd like to know if you can think of any times that your experiences of past events have then shaped your future events and, and the way that you've behaved. Uh, yeah, Chris is saying that dating sites are a nightmare. Yeah, they pretty much, <laughs> they pretty much are. I think a lot of people are, are feeling that way. I follow lots of people on Twitter and so many of them are saying now that they're coming off this site and that site because it, it's, it's uh, pretty soul destroying, I think. Uh, if you can meet people outside of dating sites, that's, that's fabulous, but I also know that people have met partners on dating sites. I know that John has, for example. So it can work out. Um, and again, a limiting belief, thinking that everybody on late dating sites is useless and it will never go anywhere would stop me from going on them. But it, that doesn't always follow. 
So I want to tell you about my client Felicity. Um, she came to see me a couple of years ago and she came to see me because she'd had a really painful breakup with her partner. She'd been with him for a long time. It was about seven years. Um, and they'd been engaged and she thought they were going to get married and have children. And she was absolutely devastated when she came to see me. She thought she'd never get over him. Um, and as I was working with her, you know, she started to feel better. And about six months later, we were having our session and she'd been talking about uh, a man that she was in a band with. And she talked about him quite regularly and she was always very warm about him and always, you know, I always get this, I always got this sense that they were very close. And he was actually one of her best friends and they'd been friends for years and years, but nothing had ever happened between her, uh, between them. So I asked her one, one day, I said, you know, is there anything, you know, is there anything that could possibly happen between you and this man? And she said, oh no, no, definitely not. I, uh, you know, I would never go out with a friend. I would never date a friend because, you know, what if it didn't happen? What if it didn't work out? Uh, I would have lost my friend then. And um, so, and it, it's just not on, you know, she just would never make a move on a friend or anything. She just thought that was an absolute no-no. Um, and I, you know, I just sort of left it there and thought, okay, you know, fair enough. Uh, but the next week she came back and said that she'd been thinking and maybe she did have stronger feelings for him, but she didn't quite know what to do about it. Uh, and, you know, she was still very worried about it not working out and losing him as the, the, the good, good friend that he was. But I said to her, you know, if he's one of your best friends, how amazing would it be to be with your best friend, to wake up with your best friend every day? You know, what, what better basis is there for a relationship than that? Um, and so this limiting belief of hers had made her think that going out with a friend was an absolute definitely not. And so she'd never even considered the possibility until I suggested that maybe there was something a bit more there. Um, anyway, she, she went away, she came back. And uh, the next time I saw her, she told me that after our session the week before, she'd gone home and basically told him that she was in love with him. And he said that he'd been in love with her for ages too. And they started seeing each other. And this summer, she sent me a text. And on the text, there was a photograph attached of them on their wedding day. So as you can imagine, if you know me, I was really excited about that. And I just thought, oh, that's absolutely fantastic. But it just goes to show that, you know, these limiting beliefs can literally stop you from seeing what's right in front of your very eyes. I mean, he'd been there the entire time and she just hadn't considered it because she thought it was just totally inconceivable. Um, so it's not until we uncover these limiting beliefs that we understand how they're holding us back or where they're holding us back. And then once we can see them, we can then start to change them. Uh, so I would love it if anybody watching this has um, recognised anything in themselves, or if you have any comments about it, please let me know below. And uh, again, as a thank you for watching this video today, I'm going to attach a link below that's um, a little guide to help you have your first dates. So if you are one of those people who thinks you're useless at it, then this could help to change that belief about yourself. So yeah, download the link, 
and um, I will be doing a Facebook Live again this weekend, hopefully. So perhaps I'll see you then. Thank you for watching. Bye.